everyone, and welcome to Since You Asked. We are your hosts, the Fab Four, Vashti, Chandis, Kia, and Ani. Tune in with us every third Wednesday of each month as we explore love, life, culture, and everything in between. Welcome back to another episode of Since You Asked. In this episode, we're going to talk, be talking about working and all the different aspects that go along with it. So let's just jump right in. A big topic is guy and girl um, husband saying, oh, this is my work husband. This is my a work wife. Do y'all think that that's something that can happen? Do y'all think that's appropriate or what? What do you have to say, Chandice? It's a fine line. I actually have a friend who jokes about this on Facebook all the time because her husband has a quote unquote work wife. And she says every time she pulls up, to her husband's job, the work wife gets upset. So I think in that aspect, you're going a little too far. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? If if I was to quote unquote be like jokingly somebody's work wife, if you the real wife comes, oh hey girl, you know, like it should never get so serious to a point where the work wife is upset that the real wife shows up. You know, like I feel like at that point, that whole little quote fun dynamic needs to be cut. Because somebody is going too far with it and then somebody is going to get cut. <laughs> okay. Agree. <laughs> yeah. And okay, so when we move from the term of just being friends to work wife, work husband, like what exactly is a work wife or work husband? What are they doing that's okay. different than just a friend? See, and and that's that was supposed to be my point. Like, I don't understand the term. I don't think it's necessary. Um, I guess if you're single and... You're attracted to this person. I mean, that's the only way I can see a work wife or work husband being necessary. Like, growing up at my various jobs or whatever, I would have, like, work mothers or, like, a work grandma. But then when it comes to husband and wife, I feel like that just indicates something different. I mean, I feel like it can come off as something different. I I think what it quote-unquote is, maybe, because I've never been a work wife or had a work husband but I think you know it's just maybe they you know do stuff you know more or they help each other out more maybe on the job and like Ani says at that point it might be you know too much because you know they may go to lunch together they may do whatever so it's it's okay you know definitely when you're single you know if you're both single and you know you don't have anybody else you're talking to okay cool yeah we can play like that and we can go to lunch do lunches and I can come help you out at your desk and you help me out you know that's it's purely innocent um but I feel as though if you're married it kind of crosses some boundaries because granted it might just be happening at the job but Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff can happen at the job and you come Mm -hmm. home and don't even tell me Mm -hmm. you know so I feel like it can it can go too far like if you're married you know, right? Yeah, I, I or in a relationship, with, or in a relationship. Or, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It's like, okay, y'all might not do stuff outside of the workplace, but little flirt here, little flirt there, little, little I am, little, little right, you know, fun. email. I am, I am. I am. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, yeah, I am, little email, little, you know. So the I am might go to the DM. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, and it's going down in the DM, <laughs> literally, right. 
Okay, so, you know, outside of that whole work wife, work husband thing, we spend a lot of time at work. So it's likely that we might build some friendships there or whatever. But do y'all think that y'all can trust people at work? Have y'all made friends at work that, you know, the friendship has continued after you left the job? Or how do you go about, you know, befriending somebody at work? I think... Like, okay, you know, you spend a lot of time, your, you know, of your life at work, whatever. So, say you, ha- you know, you're talking to this person all the time. You exchange phone numbers or whatever. And then you start to say, oh, let's hang out. Let's go to dinner, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that that's okay. And I think that even after, you know, you or the other person have left that job, you know, if you still have that type of relationship, like, that's cool. But you have to be very careful with your co-workers that you're befriending because some of them may have ulterior motives you know like mm-hmm. we've been about jo- our job all day every day but if you said the wrong thing to the wrong person then mm-hmm. you know that you're whatever you say can get to somebody else get to somebody else can get to somebody else next thing you know you're out of a job yeah. Period. Uh, yeah. um also to piggyback on that i me personally i have not had one friend and I'm trying to think hard because I don't want to be offensive to anybody but I don't think that I've ever made a friend at work that became a long-lasting friendship and I feel like you know while the time that I was at you know a certain job I did make friends and while I was at that job we did maybe hang out and do stuff and when I left that job you know I had the number I have everything they have my number And when I left, you know, certain jobs, I had every intention on staying friends, you know, with those people, but it just really never panned out that way for me. And I feel like the only friends that I have kept after I left my job are the friends that I already have going into my job. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, I've worked, you know, worked with friends that I've already had outside of the job so I think like when I'm at a job and I do make these friends I really be feeling like we are for real friends Mm -hmm. like after it's over we're gonna still we you know we're still gonna talk etc etc then you know I quit or something maybe I quit (laughs) um and then boom we don't talk as much exactly and then it just be like dang I just knew that this is gonna be my friend but I do have one friend I will say you know, that's carried over after, you know, I quit. <laughs> but but she, like, she was there for me at a point of time where I was feeling, like, the lowest. You know, like, when you feel, like, down and then you go to work and you just don't expect to talk to nobody or, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, she came and befriended me and we talked things through or whatever. So now it's like, okay, you've gone from, like, my work friend to somebody that I can actually confide in. Right. And, you know, talk to. So, I mean... It's very rare that that happens. And I feel like every time I go to another job, I get friends from that job. And then when I'm at that other job, them friends drop off and you get new friends. Um, But I mean, you know, in totality, (laughs) our work friends are not really our friends. Right, right. right. And that's something me and my cousin was just talking about over the past weekend. Like, you know, I really don't have to, if I don't like someone at work, I don't have to beef with them or anything like that because... You're not my friend. We're here to get the same job done, you know, work together and then be out. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to like the girl, the husband and the wives and stuff, I just be like, yeah, nah, not for me. It's just too much. It's just I don't yeah. I, I don't understand the necessity of it. Like mm-hmm. like I said, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And I just wanted to piggyback on what Vash said too. You do have to be very careful when it comes to friends um, in the workplace um, because like she said, you know, you don't want, you don't want to get caught up in mess at, at your job. You know, you don't want to be one of the ones that you're, you know, supervisor people see as like, oh, this person is always with this group of people and they're always in mess and they're always mm -hmm. starting trouble and they're always, you know, whatever. But it's also necessary to make sure you are cordial at work. And you, you know, you, you do want to be nice because yeah. you want to have a pleasant work environment. Right. You just have to find the balance between being pleasant and not being too friendly, you know, because that can turn into having a negative impact on your job. Right. Um, and then also with like, you know, having a work mom or something like that. I feel like, you know, finding that person that you can kind of confide in with your job, like an older person, maybe someone that's been there for a while, um, that can be beneficial to you. You know, you can kind of vent to them and they can kind of, you know, help you out. And it's kind of a safe place at your job. Because when you go home, your family, they don't really understand what you do at your job. Mm -hmm. They don't know. You know, I mean, right. you can vent. But they really are not, they can, oh, okay, well, maybe you have a better day tomorrow, but they really don't understand the fullness of what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it is, you know, nice to have that person, that work mom there while you're at work. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say to piggyback off of what all of y'all said, like, I would say just in general in my friendships, I try to go in with the level of uh, trust to a certain degree, like not automatically doubt who they are, their intentions and all of that, but... I think you have to take an even further step back with work friends because, or just work associates, work, you know, co-workers. There we go. Because um, they can unintentionally like throw you under the bus mm -hmm. or say something like share personal information with somebody else just because, oh, they they've been there longer. So maybe they have a relationship with somebody and they just start talking about yeah. whatever you've, you've told them about, like mm -hmm. you put a level of trust into them and then it backfires or like whatever they decide to say to maybe your supervisor or something, they think that, Oh, that's not a big deal. And it jeopardizes your job. Right. So like, I really think that you have to be really aware of what you choose to say to them and, um, how far you decide to take that relationship, what you decide to tell them. Um, but I think like I've made friends in work. I have a really close friend at work right now. Like we've hung out. We talk about other things other than work. And I think that's where like that's when the friendship can kind of go beyond just being work friends. If you're so stuck on when y'all go out or y'all hang out and all you do is talk about work, then that's probably just the whole relationship. Mm -hmm. But if you feel like you can confide in them about personal things then maybe this could be a long-lasting relationship if y'all both decide to you know keep it up after you leave mm -hmm. whether we're at work or outside of work sometimes people think that they can take advantage of you in situations and if we're thinking about maybe um your supervisor that's a man he might cross the line to try to like get you to do something or um to to make you seem like, oh, you can't say something to somebody else. Like, well, I'm going to fire you or whatever. I'm going to tell them about something that you did wrong just so that they can be in control of the situation. So uh, sexual misconduct happens from time to time. Um, I've never experienced it, but I mean, y'all ain't got to say if y'all experienced it or not. But do you know anybody that has? How have they handled that situation? Like, or what would you do? How about what would you do in that situation if if that happened to you? Mm -hmm. HR, babe. 
I don't mean no harm. I got to take you to HR because... <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever taken somebody to HR? No. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> no, um, I definitely, you know, I mean, I'm, I would have to just take the necessary, you know, steps to get me away from this person and get this person away from me. Um, I don't know if that person means that they're going to get fired. That I mean, I don't know if I'm going to move to a different department, you know, but um, I'm definitely not going to tolerate it. And I wouldn't, you know... Uh, allow anyone else to tolerate it like you know I, I would definitely encourage others if you have been in this predicament you definitely need to talk to someone you definitely need to let you know your higher ups know because that's that's not cool it's not cool um in the streets and it's not cool at work mm -hmm. and i know sometimes people feel uncomfortable because it's their job maybe they don't you know like you said they don't want to get fired they don't want to lose out on that promotion they was about to get you know there's certain things that they feel like, okay, if I tell, you know, I'm going to miss out on these opportunities, you know, but mm -hmm. I definitely would say, you know, stump on the devil's head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, go for what you know, because, you know, that's, that's definitely inappropriate um mm -hmm. on, on anyone's part yeah. mm -hmm. in, in my mind i'm thinking like oh there may be some instances where the person has experienced sexual misconduct or whatever and they don't want to say nothing because they think they might lose their job or promotion or whatever but at the end of the day it's not worth your peace your mental health mm -hmm. all of those things for this job it could be your dream job but there's another job out there that's going you know respect you and all of that like mm -hmm. you can't you can't stay in that type of can't situation at all Okay, I have a question, if nobody else has anything to say on that. Um, so, do you guys feel like, and this is just a question, you know, we really don't know, we don't claim to be experts or have stats or anything like that, but do you guys think that women get away with sexual misconduct in the workplace more mm. than men? Yeah, yes. yes, yes, I would definitely agree, but go ahead, Ani. I think any type of sexual, like, encounter or sexual like i don't know abuse like women get away with their way more mm -hmm. june on this last episode okay all right let me stop <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry but <laughs> really bad really bad people think that guys can't get you know messed with just because they're men but like there are some really aggressive women out there that do too much mm-hmm and make men feel really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, w I would agree too. I think that it probably doesn't happen as much or it's not reported as much because um, the man doesn't want to admit that it happened. Right. And um, because a lot of the times I... I think at least some of the times the man might not mind it happening. Like if he's getting some, some favors, then he's, he's good to go. He ain't going to say nothing, but mm -hmm. the other way around, <laughs> it, it might not work out. I think like in all relationships or somebody trying to hit on you or whatever, if you're not attracted to them, then of course you're going to have a problem with it. Of course you're going to see it as harassment, mm -hmm. but if they are attracted to you, then you're going to be like, Oh, Hey, come over here. Yes. I want this. You know, that's, that's yeah. true here. And like you said, I feel like men, they always, I don't know what, what it, it's a man thing. Like this macho, well, I'm not going to say that she did that, you know, whatever you are. They feel like it's embarrassing. 
like to say that a woman touched them inappropriately or said something that was inappropriate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I felt like if more men, you know, were comfortable with saying stuff, then obviously, you know, women wouldn't get away with it as much as they do. Yeah. You know. Okay, I have a, a question. It's kind of steering from this a little bit, but have you guys or have you guys experienced or do you know anybody who has experienced like um not getting a promotion because a man was up for the promotion too? Oh, yes, happened. Yes. Yes. How often do you think that happens? Like often. Too often. Too often. Um I don't, I don't think I've ever experienced that just because I, I feel like I work with a lot of women. But um, I think that uh, maybe a white person would get a promotion over a black person sometimes. Um, and I, I honestly see that in jobs that I've worked in or, you know, from other people like... Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to say too much. You <laughs> yeah, know, but yeah. I mean, especially me working in a male dominant industry is you know you see the males getting promoted way more than the females, and it's like if a female wins an Oscar or something, she has to be bad ass. Like there's no slips. Like she has to be dang near perfect to win something. As far as a man, he could just look eh. good. Mm -hmm. Oh, I won't say man, white man <laughs> can just look good and, you know, be up for all these, you know, awards and stuff like, um, what's that guy's name? Denzel, he don't even have half the awards as half these white people and everybody has him as a household name. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's definitely different when you're a woman and especially if you're a black woman. Yeah. Um, I would say that, um, you know, sometimes in some instances, people don't even realize that this is what they're doing, mm -hmm. you know, but they're just so programmed to, oh, a man has always had this position. Mm -hmm. So that's just what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, you know, uh, white person has always had this position so that's just what I'm looking for they're not necessarily doing it because they're discriminating or they don't like black people or they don't like women you know mm -hmm. it's just they're so programmed to this is what it's being you know you really have to make a conscious effort to really shake things up and just to look at the talent let the talent speak for itself and that's why sidebar it is very imperative black people I'm begging y'all to stop giving y'all kids these ghetto names because okay no but for real because and I, I'm not trying to be like shady but they can have this big old resume that lines up with somebody else's resume you see the name on there they're like well I'm going with this person mm -hmm. just because this person's name was um Johnny and then this person name over here was Jaquita <laughs> sincere like and I and I and the thing is it's not like we shouldn't it shouldn't be based off of that but you know sometimes it, it you, the work should speak for itself but it's a, it's always good to just get your foot in the door first let your your resume speak for itself then when I come in oh now you know that I'm black and I'm a woman and I'm about to take this whole thing over you know what I'm saying but I definitely think that it is a um 
that is definitely an issue. Like, you know, people getting overlooked for various reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, there you have, ladies and gentlemen, systematic oppression. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that's, that's really what it goes back to. Because, I mean, I, there are white people that name their kid Apple and Table and X54. <laughs> that's really wrong on the company like company yeah, policies need it to change is. where we're taking off the name like yeah, you know our is. name's not even gonna be on the resume I like so like you can't it. judge like that. that or mm-hmm. like because I feel like oh my name could be Sarah and I go into an interview and oh you see that I'm black and all of a sudden you form an opinion about me even yeah. though my resume is stacked and I'm the best candidate that you got mm-hmm. so like and you know they also ask for the race on there but they say quote unquote is because they want diversity well, I don't mm-hmm. be no one Sometimes it's true. Sometimes you do get a job just because you're black, which which is also like, wow, you're giving me a job just because I'm black and you need that look. That look. You need to have that look of that you're quote unquote diverse. Exactly. So I'm not really getting the job because you want me here. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm at the job, you're not going to treat me like you want me here. I don't even want to be there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I need to see it before I apply. Like the reason I'm applying is because I see that your job is diverse, that you support black people and women men and all right, of these things right, right. so um okay but just thinking about you know jobs in general um i've seen a lot of this on twitter and facebook and stuff like that that just working is for the birds okay like <laughs> Period. i don't i don't <laughs> i don't um desire to work i desire to live right you right. know so <laughs> that's it oh and that's especially it. especially after this pandemic when everybody had to go off their job, the government gave so much money, everybody found a new hustle, a new task, a new skill, something that they're good at. Niggas ain't trying to go back to work. Right, right. So, especially after 2020, I feel like working is for the birds. Mm -hmm. At this point, everybody wants to do what they love. Everybody, you know, has realized we can all be millionaires. We can exactly. we can all do this. So why and not? Why can't I take you know what I'm good at and make my money? You take what you're good at, and let's not work for nobody. Right. right. Like, right. It's not necessarily working is for the birds. Working for the man is yes. for the birds. Yes. Working yes. for yourself is what's in. Right. You have, right. To, you have to work. You have to work. Right. 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 But, but at so least if I'm a if I'm gonna be a millionaire, it's gonna be on my terms. You know, on yeah. my terms. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be passionate about what I'm doing. You know, I'm not gonna be under somebody that doesn't respect me. That don't not trying to promote me. Don't value me. All of those things. Because it's enough of making other people millionaires. Mm-hmm. Right. That enough it? of that. Exactly. I'm, I'm getting paid. Fifteen dollars an hour to make you the richest man right. in America. Like right. I, that, I, that, that just don't, don't make go. sense. Yeah. Yeah. At all. Um, but I think that you saying the stuff about the pandemic is a whole nother topic. Like they they say, jobs say that, oh, we can't have you guys working from home. We just can't set that up. Mm-hmm. But clearly, mm-hmm. y'all can. Clearly, we've been doing it for a year now. Yep. And everything is going just as smoothly as it was before. So, like, would y'all be interested in, like, working remote? Or how do you feel about working from home? Like, are you tired of it? Do you want to go back to the office? You know, or, or what? I, I've heard a lot of people say, I want it to be my choice. Like, I maybe a little tired of being at home seeing the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. like am I working from home or am I I don't remember what they said anyways (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I feel like I enjoy working from home. I feel like my job was one of the first people to let us start going home. Like, we start going home at the beginning of March. Like, we was out of there. Um, yeah, no, y'all worried because my job did. <laughs> I worked for the state. And you was off before I was off. I yeah. was on fire. Baby, we was out of there. We was out of there. So I just knew my job wasn't closing. And they said, oh, y'all going home? Oh, okay. <laughs> don't want to come back. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to come back. But, like, some people said it's good to have the option, like, maybe if I want to go in twice a week. Right. If I feel yeah. like getting up and yeah. getting dressed, you know, and going in. Cool. Let's have that option. Yeah. But I don't feel like it should be, like, a force. You have to come back in unless your performance or something at home is it, it's it's poor right because you're not performing as well as as you did when you were in the office right. yeah you know what i mean right. and that's i think that's a lot of times they make you come in so you can focus and you know quote I mean, unquote it, be babysat yeah. and dress yeah. for success i mean when you get up and you dress for the office you're ready for office yeah. work when you get up and you got your Bonnet's still on and you're still wrapped up. It's like, oh, ain't it right? Get back in the bed. Yeah, you're really not working at your best potential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I think that there there needs to be a balance. Like I said, having a choice on like, oh, I go in some days, I work from home some days. Um, but the so I hear some people say like. Um, I don't want to have to have my video on. Like, while I'm working, I don't need y'all watching me. That's just y'all trying to control me. Like, if I'm getting my work done, if my performance is where it was when I was in the office, then let me continue to work at home. Because low-key, like, the job is saving money by not having all these people in the office, mm-hmm. not having to replace supplies and all of these things. So bathrooms right. shut down, lights is turned off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and I could be way happier, way more productive at home because I don't have to be in the office under these fluorescent lights. You know, like I have the freedom to move around and stuff like that because. In reality, when I'm at work, I'm not sitting there on my computer the whole entire time only working. Like, I'm talking to people, I'm moving around, mm-hmm. all of that, just like I would be doing at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't really see the the big issue with allowing people to, you know, work from home majority yeah. of the time. Really, the only thing that I kind of missed, uh, like, when we were started working from home was, like, just interacting with other people, you know, because there's sometimes when I just... When I, when we first started, I was like, okay, I'm a little bored. But now, I love it. And <laughs> I don't have to talk to anybody. I mean, love y'all, but I don't have to yeah. talk to anybody, you know? So, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just get your work done. Yeah, I definitely feel, if you're getting your work done, like you said, Key, I don't think people should have to turn their cameras on to be babysat. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I just feel like, why do the... Our managers want to babysit us. Right. Don't y'all got something to do too? Right. Why do y'all want to see, see us with our cameras on? I mean, my job is not like that. Thank you, thank you, Lord. But you know, I mean, we do have you know meetings. We have to turn our cameras on and stuff like that. But other than that, you know, I just feel like you know you don't need to be babysat as long as you're doing what you are supposed to do. Right. You know, your stats are matching up. Your work is being done. I stay home. Good bless. Mm-hmm. You know. 
Okay, so so just one more thing I want to talk about, kind of going back to uh, friendships to a certain extent, but more so uh, thinking about like building relationships for the purpose of like finding another job or a promotion or, you know, a reference or something like that. Like, do you guys think is really, really important to build the relationships within your company or do you feel like you don't necessarily need these people to keep moving forward? Oh no, relationships are definitely important. Mm-hmm. Um, because you you know, you know the old saying, it's not what you know, but who you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're in this industry or whatever industry you're in, it's important to have to know other people in that industry. Cause like what if they go to another job and you go on and you need a job? They can reference you, they can, you know, help you get your foot in the door. So yeah, it's you definitely have to build those relationships. Mm-hmm. single or not mm-hmm. I agree I agree even too. with your co-workers because they sometimes like resumes will ask you for people that you've worked with mm-hmm. you know not just your supervisors or your managers but like mm-hmm. literally co-workers you know you want to put them down as references so yeah it's definitely you need, you need to make a point to make those relationships those healthy relationships you know so yeah I agree yeah yeah you don't want to build it uh burn any bridges because that could just help you uh, exactly you. exactly you don't know who room. you don't know who knows who or knew, who knows right, what who can, right. who you can get connected with yeah. and off this person like just being nice takes you a long way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean I feel like you know to wrap this up at the end of the day it's it's good to have good working relationships you know it's good to make these connections um but at the end of the day, find your hustle, move on that, mm-hmm. work for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and we're going to be four black women doing it in America. Right. Ourselves. Period. Period. Let your main hustle support your side hustle until your side hustle can become your main hustle. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Since You Asked. We are your hosts, the Fab Four. Vashti, Chandis, Kia, and Ani. Tune in with us every third Wednesday of each month as we explore love, life, culture, and everything in between.